<clears throat> All right. Well, good evening. Good evening, everybody. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new episode of the Black Table Sit Down with D. Crowley. Brought to you in part by Brain Matter Studios and What You Won't Do, Somebody Else Will Productions. How y'all doing out there? Good evening, good evening, good evening. Now, before I get started today, this evening, <clears throat> I'm going to give a shout out to the builder for allowing me to use my voice to be constructive and positive. So, shouts out to the builder this evening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? Now, um, I got to tell y'all, before I get started with the show tonight, you know what I'm saying, I it was called the Sunday sit down with D. Crowley, but like I said, um, I changed it up a little bit and I restructured it, and now it's the Black Table sit down with D. Crowley, and we discuss issues you know what I'm saying? That affects people worldwide and in our country. But primarily, we talk about black issues on this show. So it's nothing offensive and it's nothing personal. But, you know what I'm saying? It gravitates toward black America, being black in America. So you can listen if you want to. But primarily, it's for black people. Just letting you know, my people, because I've been black a long goddamn time. So I don't really think there's nobody that can come along and tell me nothing about being black, especially another black or especially somebody else. Can't nobody tell me nothing about being black. So that's what that's the intent. I restructured everything and here I am. Um, my name is D Crowley. You know what I'm saying? I also have, um, a podcast that comes on in the morning, the Brave Matter Morning Show. You can catch that in the morning, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, 10 a.m. Um, and I pretty much on that show, I talk about real life issues, you know what I'm saying? Across the board, it's a multiculturalistic show. So I pretty much talk about anything and everything on that show. But for this show here, talk about black issues and tonight whether you want to hear it or not um what i'm gonna tell what i'm gonna cover tonight because i had to restructure the show now uh the first three episodes um they fit in to this uh podcast but it's kind of you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's kind of a little bit too. Those three episodes right there are a little far ahead. So you can use those three episodes that I put out. You know what I'm saying? But they're going to tie in, but they can, they, you know what I'm saying? They can, they, they'll tie in later on. But you still have the uh, ability and the availability to go listen to those three, you know what I'm saying, episodes that I put out. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was job requisition and you know what I'm saying? The one about the safety gun laws and all that right there. You know what I'm saying? All that, you know what I'm saying? The safety gun laws, you know what I'm saying? The um, the inflation, all that ties into that. But it was kind of speeded up a little bit, so I had to redirect it a little bit. So this episode here is called Black Stress, The Cause and the Cure. Um, And a lot of people, they know but a lot of people don't know the reason why black people stress 
And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I'm not going to just, no, I'm not going to lie to you and make it sound fly to you. I'm just going to tell you to read a, one, a couple of reasons why black people stress, whether they wanted to admit it or not. And I'm going to tell you the cure for it. But first, I'm going to give you the antidote. The antidote to be able to internalize what I'm about to say is have an open mind and have the ability to think for yourself. Because I also say this on the Brain Matter Morning Show, anybody with the ability to think for themselves will always go further and do more than a person who is trained how to think. Now, we're going to get into all of that in this episode, but that's the antidote to be able to internalize what I'm about to tell you. <clears throat> and it probably started way, way before then, but as far back I can remember, um, what I think what causes black stress in America is the fact that we were enslaved, right? We were brought to this country involuntarily in chains, but it was two type of it was two type of chains. One seen and one unseen. And I'll tell you about the the one the uh the set of trains once we get the land. But um you were enslaved, or your ancestors were enslaved. They were brought over here and they were forced. to learn a different way of living, like it or not. So they're just like taking a, a, a wild animal, like a tiger or a lion or something, you take it out of its habitat, <clears throat> and you try to make it family-oriented. Over time, the wild nature in it it starts to, once it sees less of what it comes from and it starts to internalize what's in front of it, it'll start to adapt. Same thing with us. We were brought over here in voluntary in chains with shackles on our hands and we were told that we got to do this or whatever. I don't know, I wouldn't know, but I've done enough research to be able to know what I'm talking about. So, we were brought over here and we were forced to learn European ways. So, really and truly, that if they, from what I was told, if I am from uh, African descent, you know what I'm saying, it'll take me almost a lifetime to find it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was it had done been it had done been bleached out of us for many, many years and many, many generations. So the fact that you don't know your history or not even allow from where you they say you were took from to be able to identify who you are and where you come from. See, I'm going to bounce back and forth 
from present day to the past so you can understand where I'm coming from. So what I'm really trying to say is <clears throat> most Africans don't even want to identify with the American black man and black woman. So being black in America, being identifiable, being unaccepted, by most ethnicities and especially the ethnicity that they say we are African descent which they don't even want to identify with us. It's the truth, like it or not. Give a damn how you take it. They don't even want to identify with the black man and the black woman in America. So not even having the ability to be even considered a human being through documentation. You can look it up. Not even being, no, for real, think about that. They call, they, they call the stress, black stress. Now, that was the mindset that was in the first part of the system indoctrination. And to the uh, brother or the sister that knew that, they were the first one killed. Because they had enough sense to know, hold on, something ain't right. And when they spoke out against it, and if it went against the uh the what it is the the unsaturation of the African nature that was being bleached out of the people that was brought here, they were killed first. Those are the ones with the most sense. The rebellious ones. That's what they call them, the rebellious ones. Y'all see where I'm going with this now? I mean, think about it now. Think about what I'm saying. Think about it. The rebellious ones, they kill them first. The ones with the ability to know that this some bullshit. So, out to all the ones, you know what I'm saying, that went, went against the grain, what I'm trying to say, they was killed. They was crucified. Because they went against the agenda. So, this was in Seventeen hundreds, when slavery really first started. You know, it started. They say it started for then, but that's as far back as I can remember. So I'm just gonna call it right there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna go from there. 
And this was back then. This back then. You see how I can take present day perception and trace it all the way back. So you can internalize what I'm talking about. And what I'm talking about, that same information I just gave you, people knew that back then. And it happens right now into this day. Just happen in different ways. But it's the same thing. Being not not being able to be identified, accepted, treated less than to cause the stress. I mean, you really got to internalize what I'm saying. I mean, look around. Present day. Present day. This is I mean, this is the black table sit down. So we talking about black America. Look, go to the store. No, say look how they treat black folk, man. When we go in these stores, right? And we pay for something. We hand them their money. But a lot of them take our change and put it on the counter. See, I ain't saying to walk around with my eyes wide shut, act like I don't see this shit. Because, see, being in denial, that ain't helping no motherfucking body. That ain't helping no motherfucking body being in denial and being unafraid to speak about real issues that happens in black America. Look how they treat black folk, man. That's just one example. I got many, many more examples through episodes that I'm going to go through, but man, I face this shit, and I ain't scared to say nothing about it yet. Look how they treat us. On the job, look how, look how, they, treat, look how they treat black people, man. And I, I'm just, look how they, and even in, in even in, in, in business all around the board, let me cut it across the board. Man, look how they, look, man, look, they try us any kind of way. They work the hell out of us, and they pay us when they feel like they want to pay us. They pay us when they want to pay us. Well, some of them do. Y'all hold on a
All right, y'all, I'm back. My bad. Um, but yeah, think about think about how they treat how they how they, how they treat black people. Even then, up until now. And causes stress, man. And then being X factor or not included. You know what I'm saying? It went on for generations and generations and generations. Grandfathers and grandmothers not having nothing. No land. Nothing to start with. You know what I'm saying? Nothing to cultivate on. You know what I'm saying? And throughout years and generations and generations, you know what I'm saying? We have progressed. Yes, we have. But it always seems we get tricked out of everything. You know what I'm saying? That we work for. I'm getting to that later. But I'm just giving you the core of why black people stress, whether they want to face it or not, or whether they want to hear it or not. So, yeah, that's just one layer. That's just like some history for you. That's like history. You know what I'm saying? And it's good history because you need to know it's something that you're not supposed to harbor on. All right, that should be the last distraction. But you know, you got real life situations, you know, so I, my bad about that, y'all. But anyway, yeah, just a little history for you. You know what I'm saying? Something, you know what I'm saying? That, um, it, like I said, it's nothing for you to harp on, but it's something that you should be aware of. So you can understand why black people stress. Like I said, that's not the only reason. But that's a good one. That's a good part of a good structure to structure what I'm talking about. So internalize that, but also internalize this. Like I said, the cure to that is having the ability to think for yourself. Now, when you have the ability to think for yourself, you can identify with who you are, whether somebody wants to identify with you or not. Who cares? Like I said on the Brain Matter Morning Show, I gave y'all a little bit about what I was talking about, uh, what I was going to talk about on the show, this show today, and which was, you know what I'm saying, being able to identify with yourself. And going to Africa and doing all the research. I don't have time for all that. 
So what I would decide to do is I'm going to call it my given name is what my mama gave me. I'm a black man in America. And they say that I'm from African descent. I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm going to push forward even just knowing that. And being able to identify with who I am. But I know that I am King Crowley. And I reign supreme. I know that. So that kills that not being able to identify with myself. See, that's no longer an excuse in black America. That's like a crutch. You know what I'm saying? And it it, it stagnates you. And it, it takes too much time doing all that. So that route right there, I ain't, I'm not with that. I know who I am and I'm comfortable with it. And if I like it, God accept it. I don't give a damn who loves it. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and my sisters, I'm just giving you, giving you the version of what you need to know without all that fancy shit. I'm just telling you the truth. So, whenever you can able to, to internalize, you know, say what you see, and you see things for what they are, instead of what you think they should be, you'll be all right. But that's the old, and then, you know, say a lot of us now, and I got to the point about now that we are awake in the system. And we are we are we understand that it was set up by design. Because think about it, while we were in slavery, those four hundred some years, don't just think we were just working just to be working. What we going through in present day was plot, planned, organized, and strategized while we were in slavery. So now that we are what so-called free, you know what I'm saying? The system already been rigged inside up to where the 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 more we advance, they advance even more because they got the upper hand. Might want to admit it, but it's what it is. But. Like I always say, a phenomenon always come along and have the ability to think for themselves and redirect and restructure the mind of the black man and the black woman so they can progress and push themselves forward without identification or validation. So, what I'm basically really trying to say is being black in America actually it's a privilege. If you really look at it, 
It's a privilege. I'll tell you why in another episode, but it's a privilege. Just know that. To the youth, you know that. It's a gift. Everybody say, but we changing things in 2022. See, being black is not a gift and a curse. It's a gift and a privilege. See, we're going to change the way you think about yourself tonight. And from now on. It's a gift and it's a privilege to be black. So be 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 mindful. Be very mindful of why people stress and why black people stress. And the examples I gave you tonight, that's just some of the top surfaces of the stuff that I'm, I'm going to give you, but it, I'm, I'm going to brighten it up for you. You know what I'm saying? They have to give you a broader understanding, but I got to give it to you. I got to give you the truth so you can understand. And once you understand the way certain things go and you know they ain't right, you got the ability to make it right within yourself. Being able to accept oneself. That's where all this starts from. See, being being black in America, you know what I'm You got to have a, a, a strong level of accepting yourself, even at times when you have to stand by yourself and do things by yourself. You know, because a lot of people, they're going to front you know what I'm saying? Like, they bout that life like that. But when it's time to get a platform and do things and talk about the things that need to be talked about, a lot of people shine away from it. Because they've been naturalized to think that you've been, in, you, you've been naturalized to think you know that this is what you are and, and you don't really want to address the real true issue of what's really going on. A lot of people do that. But see me, I ain't no future in front. Ain't no future in front with me. So me being able to identify with who I am and being comfortable with who I am, you're going to need that moving forward. You know what I'm saying? So you got to get to the point where you aren't afraid to speak the truth or know the truth. But that's what I think that causes stress in black Americans. And then, you know, a lot of blacks, you know what I'm saying? They don't got so conditioned to the point of environmental situation and circumstances, they just accept shit the way it is and they don't want to do nothing about it. 
They act like they do, but they really don't. And you got a lot of you got a lot of people out here front. So just like you say in the uh in the Bible, beware of false prophets. Beware of these falsified Negroes out here. Cause they come in all shapes, colors, and sizes, and they finances range from having no money to having a whole bunch of money. Because a lot of them speak it, but very few actually really do. So don't worship the idols and don't worship these material possessions. Worship, worship the God in you. And that's how you deal with stress in black America. And once you get that mindset, you'll be able to separate yourself from certain Negroes that ain't dying with the cause in their front because just because you my color, that don't make you my kind. Now, I'm not saying that as a separation point that I'm trying to separate myself from black people. Now I'm just that just separating the weak from the strong. So that's it. You know what I'm saying? I want to thank y'all for listening tonight. You know what I'm saying? This is you know what I'm saying? My first take, it's going to be many, many, many more shows, you know what I mean, um, on this subject at hand. Because I have, um, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a little distortion that's in the background. And I always see it happen right when I get rid of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? It seems like the distractions, they come, they come, they come. So I'm going to restructure something else and do something else again. And, uh, it's going to be a better uh, output and you're going to hear the distortion in the background because see, it's intentional but I need those distractions to come the way they come so it'll make a more it'll make a more internalized message than I be trying to I be trying to push out I mean, it's, it's agitating and it's aggravating but is you know say think about it. You know what I'm saying? Think about what I'm saying here. You know what I'm saying? Like on the road to achievement, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna have those distractions. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying, people go front like they they down for you and they with you, but they ain't. They ain't. So that's my bottom line message. You know what I'm saying? Just stick to your guns and stick to what you know. You know what I'm saying? And if you have to be an individual and do it by yourself, just do it by yourself. But just know one thing. You did it for the right reason. You didn't front and you wouldn't fake with it. And I think that also is the antidote to the stress of black America. 
See, I don't give a damn about being identified with whoever because I can identify with myself. And I encourage you to do the same. Stop doing all this damn research and all this old other shit that really not getting you nowhere. Just accept who you are. You know what I'm saying? And, and go from there. I'm a king. That's all I need to know. I'm a king and I reign supreme. That's all I need to know. Everything else, I figure out along the way. But yeah, I want to thank y'all for participating on the Black Table Sit Down with D. Crowley, where we talk about issues, you know what I'm saying, that plagues around the world. In our community, but primarily Black America. Being Black in America, that's what we talk about. So I want to thank y'all for participating. Thank y'all for listening. And um, I'll see y'all Wednesday for the next edition of the Black Table Sit Down. Y'all be good. And be blessed. Less stress. And don't allow the distraction to cause you to have a negative reaction. Because the greatest weapon you will ever possess is self-control. Y'all be good. Aircraft Crowley signing off.